drinks. Hey everyone, welcome to Why Mommy Drinks. This is Betsy Stover. And I'm Amanda Allen. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> true. And this episode we are joined by the lovely, the talented, the funny, the amazing John Ross Bowie. Hi, Hello. nice to be here. I'm so glad you're here. I like that nobody's going to confuse his voice for ours because everybody always confuses who's <laughs> talking on the show. <laughs> the oh, Tara Copeland oh, episode, I think, was really confusing. It was very confusing. It was confusing for me. Even. I know. I'm like, is that me talking? I, I know Tara, and yeah. she has a very similar vocal timbre to you, yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. I'm actually going to take it down to register. Oh, wow. Just to uh, really clarify things. I'm going to Barry White it up a little bit in here. Don't mind me. Dark and lovely, you over there. Oh, hello. <laughs> I love it. So uh, for anyone listening who doesn't know, uh, I have three kids. My name is Betsy. Three kids, uh, all boys, seven, five, and one. And uh, Amanda here, and I have a six and a half year old boy and twin four-year-old girls. (laughs) That is always the response. Always. It's It's a good thing you go second. Everyone loses their mind. And what do you got over there? I have a 10-year-old girl and a seven, almost eight-year-old boy. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's, um, it's intense, but <laughs> it's, um, you know, it, it's, it, the thing about a seven and 10-year-old is that you, they're going to listen to reason to an extent. You know, like, you, I mean, they're still going to be have t- totally irrational moments, but you can, you can negotiate with these terrorists, and there's a way <laughs> to sort of, like, Okay, but if you do this, this will happen, and, and you now have some it. grasp of consequence finally, right? And there's also people outside who also have feelings outside that little cone of flesh that you that you carry around. So, like, you're getting we're getting to areas of um, everyone at home should know. Uh, John's uh, kids are, are conical, are con- yeah. <laughs> Um, a cone of flesh. Very tiny, yeah, tiny heads. Tiny little heads, Huge enormous feet. Clown yeah. feet. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I thought that, well, it's not a visual medium. It's hard to uh, get that across. But the, um, but yeah, you know, I, I, I would never go so far as to say it gets easier, but like there's moments where I can be like, dude, if that, what happens every time you do that? And Does it end it? well? Yeah. Well, so that's that's, great. that's pretty sweet. Oh, you know, I feel like that's... I just I just like dig a hole and I yell into it and then I bury it <laughs> every day. That's an incredible image. Yeah, there, I mean, there's a lot of that. There's still a lot of that, but there are moments where you break through and you're like, yes, the, there's there's causality in this universe. <laughs> so now you have a ten year old, and I feel like a ten year old girl, mm-hmm. and I feel like I've heard other people with ten year old girls say that stuff starts to get a little complicated right around this time. Well, Have we're you... starting to see like we're starting to see a little bit of a rise of the uh, social anxiety is a strong term, but um cuz that's like an actual clinical definition now, but you know, there's a she's starting to like notice that maybe some girls are just out for themselves oh. or and so there's like a little hints of um the psychological warfare. Yeah. Um, just hints of it. We're still early days. She is still only 10. Mm-hmm. But um, 
you know, you'll 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 catch little glimpses of um, the other girls were excluding me or this that yeah. or the other thing. And um, you know, in all fairness, my my little girl is uh, a terrific kid, but she's also a perfect complaint to sit around and talk to herself and make up songs <laughs> and. Um, you know, there's a part of me that wants to go, well, have you tried being cooler? Have you got to <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's not rule that out. I mean, look at her hair and what she wears. Yeah. Like, a little bit of that, that. you know. I, I, uh, maybe if you don't wear a nightshirt to school, winner, huh? How about that? Um, and it, it, my heart bleeds because I was that kid. I was completely yeah, that strange little too. kid who then in turn was like, why is anyone hanging out with me? <laughs> what? I'm just hanging out and I want to, I wanna, you know, want to talk about Gilbert and Sullivan. Who's in for that? Huh? You know, and so I'm a creative, dramatic person. <laughs> Why um, is everyone running away? <laughs> so there's a little of um, um, there's a little of uh, square peg round hole going on with her, but she's she's gradually finding her tribe. And last year at school, they did the junior version of Into the Woods, and oh. she got to play Cinderella, mm. and she kind of found her tribe amongst the other misfits who were doing drama. Tale as, old as, way. Isn't Isn't way. Tale as old as time. Isn't it the way? Tale as old as time. And uh, oh, these are the other freaks. Yeah. So yeah. she's she's finding her footing. Yeah, it's neat. But that's now here nice. in LA, I feel like that's probably a different world, right? Like it's I don't know. Well, you grew up. Oh yeah, everyone out here is probably theatery. Well, we we go to a public charter, and um, I, I mentioned that just because it's not. A school where all the parents are in the business, right? Uh, by a damn sight, um, there are some certainly, and there's some writers and some actors, but there's a lot of people who are accountants or brand managers or uh, uh, dentists and uh, a parole officer. Um, <laughs> what if you just listed all the careers all of the for careers. the next hour? <laughs> um, you could, you could. <laughs> and uh, so it's not like going to like a, a ritzy posh LA private yeah, school, right? Where like you know. Everyone's everyone's related to Beyonce. Producer. Yeah. And, oh man. Uh, oh boy. So um, we're all like, I want to oh, go to that. School. I know what school. <laughs> you know what school we're talking about, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so I, well, I, I have a, I had, <laughs> had a mom friend who uh, was a mom at my kid's school, and uh, we were super friendly. Went to email all the time. She's super smart, like professional with it lady, and also has a hundred children and uh, has twins and. Uh, mm. Uh, and at some point, uh, she mentioned Beyonce and I was like, what? And she goes, oh, don't you know, I've been the, and it was like the manager for Beyonce for over a decade or something like that. And I was wow. like, what? Since you can afford to have a hundred kids. Oh my God. Wow. I, and then, yeah. Yeah. No, we, 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 I know some people who go to school with, uh, whose kids go to school with, with, um, is Blue Ivy Blue the Ivy? older? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, it happens. Um, but yeah, no, my, my, the school isn't, um, the school that we go to isn't a, um, isn't, uh, particularly show businessy. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and because of that, there's a, a smaller group who are going to be really into that kind of thing, but she's found them and she's, uh, she's, she's finding her footing. That's, That's good to nice. know that like there can still be theater dorks in LA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, they still, they still are there. It's cause it's, I it's wonder. It's still the city that brought us, you know, Paris Hilton and Kim Kardashian. There's still shitty rich mean girls everywhere. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that, totally. But there's also, um, there's some, some fun creative kids as well. So it, it, it matches. My son shows no interest in, now doesn't show a ton of interest in, uh, the arts. He's, he's really into, um, 
um, the lively arts anyway. He likes to draw yeah. a lot, ah, and he likes the to, lively arts. I've never um, heard that term. Well, like performing stuff. He's he's he, he likes to draw a great deal, and he's. Um, "Quote unquote designing video games or what he thinks is designing <laughs> video games." Is he on Minecraft? He likes the Minecraft. Mm-hmm. We should uh, we should get our kids to be Minecraft friends. Is sure, that a thing? I guess so. We bring them over and they play on the same Wi-Fi. Oh, no, they can I do th- that. Is that how it I works? I think it can work. Yeah, I've actually really played with him. I've gone on. Did you and... understand it? Yeah, no. It's actually it's Legos that you don't step on. It's really okay. uh, it's Minecraft's That's, pretty straightforward. Okay. And I I kind of <laughs> dig it. And he made a roller coaster. Hey, uh, oh. that like moves autonomously. And so that was kind of okay. cool. Yeah. So I'm I'm, I mean, we have to limit screen time. No matter what, but Dude. we, but the the Minecraft thing is uh, is not a bad epidemic. I mean, there's okay. some real interesting sort of design and craftsmanship that goes into it. My son just started it. Yeah, well, he just started. Mine it. too. Yeah, don't knock it. It's all no. right. Okay, and pl- and if you can, like, look over their shoulder and and try to sign on and play with them, and it's it's interesting. Uh, and no, it sounds like a little bit of a drag, but you can like you know, <laughs> screen time's the only time I get alone. I know, but if you can if you can if you can stomach the uh, the uh, the time with your child, <laughs> um, you can literally you can literally make a bridge with your child, like metaphorically and literally. <laughs> How about that? Um, well, here, let's get started, yeah? Should we turn the air conditioning on? Yeah, I'm you hot. dying? Yeah, right. I'm hot now. I'm always hot. So my son, Wes, is he's more of an art guy and uh, less of a performer. Oh, I should say also, uh, so Bowie here, I call him Bowie. <laughs> John Ross Bowie is married to Jamie Dembo, who uh, has been on the show before. Yeah. She's a um, what? She's an alum. Yeah. Of She's her, an alum. She was our of, first guest. She was our very first guest. Oh, no we have oh, to have cool. her back because I think we could talk to her a lot longer. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so your kids come from creative stock was Afraid also so. my point. Afraid so. Yeah. Um, your kid is just starting. Oh, he's just starting to. Yeah, he loves to draw and he's starting to play Minecraft. This is that's more of his thing. Like he likes to kind of build and create and do a visual thing. Um, and he, uh, but he, my agents keep trying to like get him to do voiceover work because oh, okay. he's got this great voice and, um, kids just seem to have like a really effortless delivery. So, um, but he hates it. <laughs> so it's really like this last, they had him read for something this week and he was like, I would, that, I wouldn't say that. Like I had to tell him now he can't do it. It's just, <laughs> it's like, you know, of course he has the ability to do it, but I, he doesn't want to. My kids have expressed interest in in maybe being on on Speechless because um, uh, we don't really have a space for them because the, my my TV kids are in high school, so there'd be no <laughs> occasion for my John Ross Bowie is a star of Speechless. Uh, that's I, I'm glad I, I wedged that in there. Um, <laughs> uh, he wedges do, it in there no matter job, what. Ha- um, <laughs> the conversation. The um, I only, uh, sir, uh, I have to give you a ticket. Did you know I was on Speechless? <laughs> Um, that won't get you far. Um, <laughs> um, but the uh, uh, I bring it up only because they've expressed interest in being on the show and, and maybe doing extra work. And I was like, you know, I'm bluff called. You don't want to do extra. And yeah. by the way, if my son can take direction, I will eat my own dick. Yeah. I, I refuse. I mean, I love the kid to pieces, but like getting him to brush his teeth this morning was a chore. Oh my god. Um, the mornings are the, the worst. Dawdling. Oh my god. Oh, in our house it's just the complaining. Like uh, the just like the world is ending because I'm 
rubbing your face with a washcloth. <laughs> oh my god. My kids don't they don't respond to anything we say. They just sit there like sex. Yeah. And we're like, go get dressed. Sex. Go I, get I, sex. I it. I, sex, yeah. not sex. There was <laughs> they a just whole sit there thing about motionless, that. like just you're having like sex. sex. It's like Wait, when I what? have sex, <laughs> they just sit there like <laughs> dead eyed and <laughs> dead eyed and sad. Staring into the middle distance. One <laughs> <laughs> show for moms. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Okay. Uh, we pull All back the curtain. <laughs> Yeah, they don't you, do are you going first this week? I don't know. Yeah, did you go last week? I, you did. No, did I it? went first. I okay. went first. You go first. Let me go. So here, I want to talk about. Um, so so my kids are in um, uh, soccer, soccer, uh, and we signed them up like a year ago for like AYSO uh-huh. soccer, and, uh, and last year it was super fun, and they had these like guys from the UK and they came in and would teach them soccer and and it was great and you would just like fucking sit and then they would play soccer for like an hour or two and it was awesome um and uh so but this year it's like I don't know have you done AYSO soccer Mm -mm. it's volunteer run and it is so god bless them they are volunteering their time but it is so disorganized and chaotic um, and I know that they're doing their best and they ask us to volunteer all the time and we don't. Um, but mm, so I guess, you know, you it is coach soccer, Betsy. Why yeah. You coach soccer. <laughs> Can you imagine? I can think of so many soccer. reasons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come on guys. Come on guys. Listen to me. This Listen weekend me. he even asked, he was like, uh, could you or anyone, you know, like your husband coach? And I was like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> Mom, our coach just falls into a big ball and screams, help. (laughs) (laughs) So my kids are doing soccer. It's a little disorganized. We signed up a year ago. We keep being like, is soccer happening? Like, what's happening? And it was very just like they wouldn't even tell you what day of the week we were doing it. They wouldn't tell us what time uh, or what date it would start. And then finally, they were like, okay, it's starting this weekend. (laughs) And, uh, and it was like, we couldn't, we couldn't do it. Uh, We had stuff that was planned and it was important stuff and we couldn't do it. So, um, so then we showed up like a week later and it, and okay, so Ari took, so first of all, it's like, instead of we just show up on like a Saturday morning and do this thing, now it's like we have to come on Friday night and and the oldest one uh, practices soccer and then we go on Saturday morning and they do soccer games. I also don't understand like why we have to do game. Like, can't we just practice it and learn how, whatever. <laughs> so, so now it's like this two day long affair all of a sudden. Um, and so I, I came with Ajax, the five year old, um, on Saturday <clears throat> to take him to his practice. And we had missed the previous week because we couldn't be there. We show up, and I thought it was going to be like what my oldest son's practice was like, which is you show up and there's just like some kids fucking around. And then at some point, a coach is like, hey, kids, let's dribble the ball or whatever. Um, so I show up at, at the exact right time, maybe a couple of minutes late because it was hard to find parking. And there is probably 200 people there. <laughs> they are at this field, which has now been like quadranted off with this like t- tape. <laughs> there are four games happening all at once. There are parents cheering. Everyone has uniforms. Oh, no. um, and it is like, I am instantly so um, 
intimidated and overwhelmed. And oh, so my kid was supposed to do a Sunday class and and uh, or like a Sunday soccer thing, and and they canceled it. Uh, and so they were like, oh, for kids who were doing that, just show up on Saturday and we'll put you on a team. So I showed up not knowing anything. And I and this was happening and it was so fucking overwhelming and I didn't know who to talk to. And everyone seemed to know they they all knew like what they were doing and everyone seemed very casual and sure of themselves. <gasps> oh, my God. Here's the other thing. So I took Rex to his um, Friday evening practice the mm-hmm. night before. Mm-hmm. And um, and it was like a total like nightmare just trying to like pick up the kids from school and like get them all ready and take all three of them to this um practice and I had didn't have any makeup on I had this like crazy zit that I like it was like a fucking boil on my face it was horrifying yeah it was super pretty I showed up this like sweaty mess like red face pulsating zit and um and I'm sitting there and I'm like hey coach blah 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 blah." (laughs) and then my husband texts me and he's like check out who this coach is and he's like a Hollywood producer (laughs) Like, great. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for telling me now. This will not be the opportunities that we thought it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And not an hour earlier, and I could have at least tried. Hi there, Ambassador. Yeah. I'm the golem that comes to mm-hmm. your. Answer my questions three. <laughs> so so I learned my lesson. I wore makeup this time. You Thank put God. your face on. Put your face on before soccer. Los Angeles. Oh my God. Well, Is it you called know. show friends? No. <laughs> It is called show business. <laughs> who uh, who was the uh, no why hangers? Who, Cro- Cro- uh, Joan Crawford. Joan Crawford used to say like you shouldn't walk out of the house unless you're all like made up and like you should look like the a star. Yeah, sure. So she's right, Joan Crawford. You Get were right some about big sunglasses. Everything you were right about everything, Joan Crawford. Amazing. Um, <laughs> put a blonde wig on. My we we Just... put my daughter in soccer for about six months when she was three, maybe four. And she um, got her very first sports-related injury that Uh-oh. way. Tending goal, she picked her nose so much it bled. <laughs> so she no, is exactly really the uh, kind of athlete her father is. <laughs> that was sobering. Oh my God. Show up, it's a horror show. I almost have a panic attack. Oh, I text Ari and I'm like, What is happening? Who are what do I talk to? And I, I like seriously almost burst into tears because I'm so like worked up and stressed out and overwhelmed. Um, and then finally, we I see someone we know, uh, who's all just like casual and attractive and like knows what's happening, and I resent it. And um, uh, and he tells me who to talk to, and then we stand there for like half an hour, and, and we all sort it out. But oh my god, it was it was really overwhelming. Mm. And that's my story. That's good stuff. Thanks. That's good stuff. Thanks. <sighs> I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying. I don't want my mm-hmm. I want my kids to play sports. Right. Oh, yeah, and we didn't have, like, cleats or anything. That was a whole fucking thing. That's it. I think you're awesome. I I didn't sign my kids up for anything. <laughs> this is literally the only thing they're signed uh-uh. up for. Yeah, I was like, I'm <laughs> fucking done. I tried to do karate last year, and you know what happened? They don't have a place for the kids to sit and look at it, or, like, to wait if you're... So all of the karate kids are inside the room, the dojo, and they're doing the thing. Hmm. And then I had the twins with Ooh. me. 
Um, and it's on a super busy corner of the street. And it's there's out, no like there's little no wind. Thing. No, no. Boo, so I, I had hate to like, that shit. Keep them from dying the whole time. So then I would start strapping them in the car, and I'd wait in the car, and I look like a terrible parent who's like, "You go do the karate. I'm gonna sit in the car because I don't care about you and your fucking extracurricular activities." Yeah. But right. really, it was that like I was trying to save my kids' lives. Yeah. So I would have to sit there. It was only thirty minutes, and it was hell. I had to go twice a week, and I fucking hated every second of it. And I never went back. I was like, Wesson is especially when it's only half an hour. I feel like, man, I have I've gone through so much to get you here. This better be like a two hour class, right? Just well, to be just worth it. Like, the schlep. Yeah, and he like they one day the sensei threw him on the ground because they're like trying to teach them. Well, it's like part of one of the things they're learning, right? Well, your like, kid takes what taekwondo or something? He did take taekwondo. He's taking uh, just regular boxing now. Actually. Whoa! Yeah, um, and he digs it. I have to say, yeah, he um, he's not like sparred with a kid his age or anything, but he um, he takes. Uh, That's hard. It is. It is. But he loves it. Oh, good! That's awesome. <clears throat> he really does love it, and it works him out. And he. Um, he burns off a lot of demons. It's it's uh, it's a pretty good thing because it it doesn't quite require, with all due respect to pugilists uh, worldwide, it doesn't quite. That is watch, a word. Watch what is your tongue because a lot of pugilists listen, listen to your to podcast. Okay, with all due respect to the massive pugilist fan base of this, <laughs> I don't uh, even know what that means. Boxer, um, oh. and uh, <laughs> the, I'm learning so much today. I like it. It uh, it, it doesn't necessarily require like the zen like discipline that asian martial art martial arts do you know mm. and so he's able to just kind of go buck wild and he, he has to listen obviously or he'll he'll you know take a, a glove to the head but he <laughs> it just fits him really nicely he just is That's really awesome. really enjoying it and Good. um uh uh, what was the uh, oh and and then the other coaches call him the beast, Ooh. which is Whoa. vaguely condescending, but because uh, he's not actually a beast out there, but it's funny. I think it's really cute. <laughs> it's pretty cute, yeah. But he loves it. He absolutely loves it. Yeah. So your kids aren't doing shit this year. No, no. This season, yeah. at least this season, I was like, I can't. I'm not because I was just to take the fall off. Man. Yeah, yeah. I took right? up, and you know they are it's okay. Only they September. like it. I couldn't. I was like, I'm not. I'm not going to add that to us right now. I grew up in the 70s, and you, like, we did not have No, I never activities. did activities. <laughs> we no. did nothing. No. <laughs> I did ballet. Oh. Wow. Maybe, I don't, that was it? But that, yeah. Or, like, or gymnastics? I took, I, I or, learned how to swim. Yeah. And, uh, at the Y, and then I took soccer briefly at the Y, was terrible at it, and scored on my own team one time, so... <laughs> Was rather swiftly ostracized. Um, uh, I love it. We would go out to like we'd play on the Great Lawn in Central Park, and that's where the we would we would meet on Saturday mornings. And it just came a point where I, my parents were finally like, "He is not an athlete. <laughs> this is just not working. We can't. We're kidding ourselves here. Maybe he'll just stick to breeding and the make em ups, and then that'll be the thing. That'll be the um, thing. So yeah." Um, but yeah, don't feel like you've got to like get your kids off to, you know, Mandarin and I know. Uh, and sculpting. And, and you yeah. feel like you do, right? Figure because drawing. like all every other kid is doing all this stuff, but it's right. like I just I got to the point to where I was like I'm losing my mind. It's uh, like I don't know if you guys like it. Uh, right. They, you know, yeah, they, they you, do sometimes, and then there's times when they're like, I just want to like sit at home and do nothing. I just like, want to yeah, sit and do nothing, and I'm like, that's all I want to do. And then we'd be paying for these things, and I'm supposed to be teaching them about commitment, but I'm like, let's all just sit and do nothing. Yeah. You know, and so I just was like, for this for this session, we're not going to sign up for anything. And I yeah. have to say, it's been great. 
Well, I think it's, and Jamie and I talk about this a lot, it's really important to let your kids be bored and let yes. them find their way out of the boredom. Being you know? bored mm-hmm. is important. My kids always are bored, or so they say. Oh, they, I'm Rex so proud of so it. Rex so angry when he's bored. Yeah. He's like, you want me to be bored. And I'm yeah. like, I do. It, it's yeah. good for you to be bored. And he's like, Ugh! like he gets so mad. Emmeline was like, the other day, she was like, I don't want to clean the house. It's so boring. Everything you want to do is so boring. And I was like, so you're boring. And she stopped and looked at me like, what? That's not fair. You could call me boring. And I was like, I'm bored. I don't want to clean the house. I don't want to sit around and hang out and do nothing all I day either. my kid had some introspection. <laughs> she just, God, I said that. I was like, Rex, you know, some people say that uh, people who get bored, what was the saying? It's like, are boring. Are boring. <laughs> and he was like, eh. Like he did, <laughs> he didn't even. Well, I think she just was like, "No, you're not supposed to say that back to me." <laughs> it wasn't introspection so much. It was just like it's like when well, some, when they go, "I don't like mean. you," and you go, "Well, I don't like you either," and then they're like, "No, no, <laughs> that's not how this goes. I'm supposed to hurt you." <laughs> that's not. It's not supposed to be like that. So, uh, in my turn. Yeah. All right. So this one is uh, from the Mind Cave. Uh, I oh I, your your memory palace my memory palace <laughs> yeah mind cave mind cave is that a made up thing I just made it up okay are you proud of me mind cave it was a mind cave I'm talking to you and I'm turning into my a midwesterner mind, my, my mind, mind cave it's really dark in there and if you keep going it sounds like a vagina <laughs> it's like a vagina <laughs> in my brain yeah. giner <laughs> oh god brain giner <laughs> <laughs> I love him. He really tickles my brain giant. Oh, gross. Vegabellum. (laughs) How did I make it worse? How did I make it worse? And yet I managed. Can I just say, I love this architecture. It's very pre-war vagabellum. (laughs) (laughs) What a graceful time. (laughs) Sorry. Anyway. So uh, I keep wanting to tell the story, and I haven't been able to tell it because I'm scared of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, not. Be- uh, so on Facebook, there's we're in this group. It's a mom group, and uh, lately they keep bringing up the topic of spanking. And um, and people is this have, the group that I'm in with? Yeah. You? Okay. And it's uh, it's very heated. People are very opinionated yeah. on spanking. Oh my spanking. god, I've missed this whole Ooh, it's like conversation. It, I think it's happened like once or twice lately where there's these big long threads about not being able to spank and research shows that spanking doesn't do anything and it's abuse and there's no space or no room for it. And right. and um, you know, I am not uh, I am from a generation that was spanked. Mm-hmm. Um, I was and spanked. Were you spanked? Yeah. yeah. My parents and their siblings and people will all be like, well, that kid just needs a spanking. It's like always right. the answer for my, the, my elders. Mm-hmm. Um, and my husband and I, we, we, thankfully, we really haven't had to spank our kids. Um, like my voice can get to a great octave that's probably more terrifying than a spank. Right. Yeah. Um, and I try to keep it down. I, like, voiceover artist, though. You've got that secret weapon. I have like a little mini <laughs> Ursula that can just oh, nice. kind of yeah, pop say, out and say. everybody's like, oh, fuck. You know, like and it sets. I mean, like the neighbors don't like me, but whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Um, but so I kind of. So I'm going to tell the story and people might get mad about it and they might not. But um, I have spanked my kids. And the first time I ever spanked um, any of my kids. My son Wesley is like a uh, little old man who does everything right and has a magic lo- like logic and reasoning. So he mm-hmm. never 
misbehaved and would always sit and comment on the world. You know, like mm-hmm. he's like lovely. And then I had these twin girls that were insane wild beasts. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Who are like just wild, fierce creatures and they always get into trouble. And so there was like this time uh, before we sold our house in New Jersey, we have this hutch, this beautiful hutch. Um, it's not earthquake proof because it was made in, the upper, you know, we, not in California. So what it is, is it's like a hutch and then the top part of the hutch sits on top. I guess it's a, like a dresser type thing. And then on top of it is the hutch. I don't know the okay. technical terms, uh, but it holds like all your China and your, mm-hmm. your like fancy like holiday a big, stuff. Tall China, it's a big China, China closet, cabinet. but it's not connected. Oh. So the way they built it was is that like it uses its own weight to kind of keep itself grounded. And, <laughs> That's and it's how furniture in. works, right? I guess, but usually you connect it or you like oh the second it. part on top. The second is, part on top is not connected. It just loosely you can just push it. Yeah, but it's so heavy, okay. and the way they built it, it's so sturdy that it doesn't move. Um, but so uh, the girls were probably like a year old. Um, so they were c- crawling and walking everywhere and getting into all sorts of trouble. And um, one day I turned around and Emmeline was climbing the top of that <gasps> hutch. Holy shit. She was past the bottom part. How old is she? She was about, a, how old is she now? She's, how old was she Oh, she, she was, was climbing? A, oh, about a year. Okay. Um, and so she was totally up, <coughs> almost to like this. So there was like these two shelves. She was almost at the second shelf. And it's, I mean, filled oh. to the max with like, my uh, husband's grandmother's china, you know, so it's like so much stuff. All I could think of was, is this is, she's going to fall over. She's going to get killed by this. It's also yeah. old barn wood. So it's super thick and heavy. And it's like a ma- like a major piece of furniture. Um, so I ran over to her, grabbed her. And I was like, no. And I uh, pulled down her diaper and I <gasps> spanked her. Whoa. Because I was so scared. And, right. And I didn't know what else to do. And she was so little. And I totally oh. spanked her. And uh, and as soon as I spanked her, I was like, <gasps> oh, no. Right. Know, it was like a weird, um, like your visceral reaction. Yeah. Where it was like, I, no, like, I don't know. It was yeah. like animalistic, where it yeah. was like, you could die. You could die. It was like the real first time. It was like the real first time that they could die by their own accord. I mean, of- <laughs> I have had those moments, too. And, mo- and when they have happened, I would say 100% of the time it has been because one of my kids. Is running has, into traffic or. Has tried to very badly hurt another one of my kids. Yeah, yeah. And there's something just my it, brain went off. like, Funk, and I was like, Ugh. because like I, you're also wired I, to like protect your kid, right? And to right, like love on right, them. Right. And I, but I was like, back right on her bum. And oh. I was like, oh. and then all of a sudden I start crying. And I'm like, oh, I can't believe I did. Yeah. Like the guilt just wells up inside yes. me. And I was like, I'm so confused. You I was died. never going to be that par- kind not, of parent. I, I know I'm not supposed to hit you. I know what happens. I know that this doesn't do anything. Like, I'm yes. And so like I start freaking out and I start crying. And so I grab my phone. And I text Kate and I'm like, Emily was climbing to the top of the hutch and she was she was gonna die, she was gonna die. And then I pulled out her diapers and I spanked her. I spanked her bare bottom. I spanked her hard too. I don't know what to do. And I hit send and then I looked at the phone and oh I realized I sent it to my mother-in-law. Oh Jesus! <laughs> oh God. Because my mother-in-law's name <coughs> is spelled C-A-R-O-L and my husband is C-A-T-O-N and so my phone immediately but Carol and I was like in such a heated I was like oh my god oh my god and then I looked at it and I was like no 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 you know like of all the people you don't want like it's your mother-in-law I just beat our child right and I was like oh so how did she take it oh fuck well there was no response and so I immediately then 
text Caton, so I have to go backwards. And I'm like, I, I just beat our child. I just beat our child. But then I sent the message. I told your mother, you have to call your mother. You have to find out. You have to make it okay. You have oh to make God. it okay. What I happened? just spanked our child, and somehow the news gets worse. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, wait, what is going on? You know, like, and so he's like, I was like, please, please, please. Like, they're going to think that I'm an abusive mother. Like, this is the right. worst. And then it was just like silence from him, from him, from her. From everyone, except for Emmeline, who actually was, like, moved on. She was right. like, whatever, I don't remember anything. Um, and I just sat there, like, in this, like, panic where I was like, oh, my God. So I've, I've now gotten to the point to where I'm a parent who's beating her children. Right. Now my mother-in-law is going to send CPS to come get me. Right. And they're going to be like, oh, no, we, we hate you. Because you immediately go to these, like, places where you're like, oh, no. I'm like, I've lost all respect for my parenting. From right. I'm trying really hard, and this is so difficult. And, like, this is during the time, too, when the girls were... I mean, they've always been difficult, but it was extremely difficult because they, they were, couldn't talk, but they were moving, so, so screaming and everything. And so, like, I was so burnt and out. And your oldest son was home. So there My were oldest three. son was home, so it was just a bunch of kids running around. And uh, I don't know about you, but I have sort of this, like, hard line in my head of, like, any kind, like, if the, the line between not hitting them and, and hitting them, like, the... In real life, it's a weird blur, like, but it, well, in my mind... when you're like, I just want to throw you against a wall. But but you don't. But I guess what I'm saying is, like, in my mind, I'm like, I'm either a parent who does it, or I'm a parent who does. And I don't ever want to be the parent who does. Do you know what I Wait, mean? Right. But uh -huh. then sometimes, ugh, Yeah. Ugh. Well, it's, I mean, I think, you know, doing it once doesn't necessarily make you the parent who does, you yeah, know. Yeah, I, that's I, what I'm saying. You know, I think there's, um, uh, it's hard. Look, I, I have, uh, there have been times, I've never hit uh, uh, our kids, but there's been times that I've, I've grabbed my son by the arm to get his attention yeah. and felt instantly yes. bad about yeah. it. Like, you're like, wait a second, you're a And that's um, the blurry line I'm yeah. talking about. Or, or, or grabbed his arm to pull him out of harm's way. Yeah. And, um... You know, it's he's a little guy, you yeah. know, and I, I, you know, there's a there's a moment in The Shining where where Jack Torrance breaks his kid's arm doing just that, oh. um, which is not a great uh, parallel. If you probably if any time in your head you're like, oh, am I a dad like the dad in The Shining? Like the Shining, yeah. That's never that's not a good look, <laughs> right? Right. Um, so meanwhile, I always feel like Shelley Duvall <laughs> with my kids running around, and hey. I'm like, just somebody help so, me, guys. <laughs> Hey. hey, is everybody okay in here? <laughs> anyway. Shelly Duvall and everything. Shelly Duvall. Hi. I feel like one of the dead twin girls. <laughs> <laughs> most most days, I just feel like. <laughs> Until like, I've had my no coffee, right, girls? <laughs> just blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like the blood coming out of the elevator. Uh, no, but I, I, you know, it's it, it's interesting, and it's uh, good on you for for talking about that and I'm being and honest. Because I think we're bit. all ashamed of those moments, right? Like that's I guess that's the point is that like so it ended up being like Caton called me and he's like I talked to my mom and I was like oh god, and he goes but first I just want to talk to you and say like, you know, she could have died. Yeah. And that's what that's worse than anything. And he was like, "You're not a bad parent. You're just doing the best you can." And don't you know? Like it, he was great. I have a terrible question to ask uh -huh. you. 
did she ever go up on that hutch again? Never. Yeah, see? Mm. Never. Yeah, you know, I'm like, maybe it worked. I know, I, I know. know. I no, and I'm not never... saying, like, you know, save your emails or your tweets. I'm not right. saying get no, out no, of no, here no, no, kids. Yeah. I don't think any of us are, are uh, advocating endorsing spanking anything. or endorsing no. it. Um, I think that it's just, I think it's more about, like, it is the, not a dis- it's not a discipline method that I employ. Uh-uh, no, we don't we don't in our house. But it's but I also can I, I think it's important to know that like sometimes we make mistakes and sometimes you do things and you're like oh fuck yeah. I fucked that up yeah um and then I emailed my mother in law about it uh, <laughs> because why wouldn't you kind of sounds like you texted her about it oh texted her yeah, yeah. yeah. so she because it just got me it creates a sense of urgency that email <laughs> yeah. doesn't I, I right. wait for you to leave that yeah. detail out no 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 yeah texting your immediately texting your your mother in law about it thankfully they were uh totally fine with it they were like uh I know it's it's a uh, either super hot or super cold um. They they were okay with it. They were like, "Hey, we've all been there." Like, uh, which I appreciated so much, you know, because they could have gotten been like, "Oh, she can't," you know, she needs to know, because they could have easily gotten in the like shame world, and they didn't, mm-hmm. and neither did Katen. Um, and I think that that's the other part of it is it's like, um, there, we are so quick to shame people when we don't necessarily understand what's going on. And mm-hmm. so, like, I see these things online where everybody's like, no, you should never spank, you should never spank. And, I mean, oh, no, am I going to cry? <laughs> you know, like, you immediately go to these things where you're like, well, I did, and I didn't right. do it because I'm So bad. am I a monster? Yeah, and, and yet, like, I know better than yeah. to do that. And I don't do that, but there's been a time where I made a mistake, and I, I did, and then... Like, there's also a steep learning curve, I think, general, generationally. Ugh, I'm crying about it. I guess my, I felt really ashamed about it. Uh, thanks for joining me on this today's My mom's <laughs> parents beat the shit out of her. Yeah. And my mom spanked me. I, I try my best to be physically hands-off. Yeah, yeah. But well, my, sometimes... Our parents were kind of the last generation to, to do so. that. And because I remember in the 80s, the norm was just you don't lay a hand on your kids. Right. But like my, yep. my dad, I got spanked, and I remember him taking a swing at me one time. Whoa, like in the back wow. of his hand. Because um, I was mouthing off on the way to church. How are you? And, um, uh, and I ducked, and we, it was it was really cold and snowy, and you know New York winters are just you the know the worst. Miserable. And I, I was giving him lip about something, and he turned, and I just like ducked, and How in doing so, ten or eleven. Uh-huh. It's post divorce because we're in Queens. We're I'm visiting him in Jackson Heights. Um, and he takes the swing, and I kind of just dropped and just landed on my ass in the snow, and he just got really pissed off and didn't follow through and just kept walking, and I kind of kept up a half a block behind him or whatever. Um, uh, But that was it. That was kind of the last generation that was like, this is how we're going to deal with it. My dad, you know, child of Scottish immigrants, Christ only knows what his father put him through. I have an idea that it involved a belt. Yeah. Um, And... uh, so you know it, we we can't necessarily reinvent the wheel over one generation, right? You know we've got a certain degree of know, violence in us yes. that is not going to necessarily vanish, you know. And there's, you know, I think there's probably reasonable people out there who who 
do give their kids a pat on the butt now and again. I, it's not for me. I, I, I'm, but I'm also not going to tell you how to raise your kids. Um, it, it's, it's, it's complicated. Yeah, it's yeah. Complicated. it is really complicated. Yeah, I can't believe I cried. That's right. <laughs> and also, I think in those moments, sometimes when you're, when it's heated and it's emotional, <clears throat> and and you're overwhelmed. It's like your lizard brain takes over. Like, I don't know about you guys, but I can't, I'm not as grounded and thoughtful as I want to be in those moments. I, my sort of instinct takes over. And sometimes my instinct is what I was raised with. And, and I try mentally to, I let, I try to let my logic lead me and, and I try to let, the kind of parent that I want to be lead me, but sometimes the way that I was parenting leads in those moments, mm -hmm. which is difficult. I hear you, dude. I've had those moments. It's yeah. really hard. And I it's and I feel very ashamed in those moments too. Yeah. It's not just you. Yeah, it's I think it's a big thing, like the shame stuff. But um but you know, at least there's always some sort of like I, I managed to fuck it up even more by like <laughs> Adding plain Oh to my it. god. So there's always a, a little ray of hope there. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, so that's my story for this week. But I, you know, I just wanted to bring it up because I've been thinking about it every week because they keep talking about it online. I'm like, oh, I probably should talk about it, but then I chicken out. And right. I was like, I'm just gonna talk about it because um I just feel like there's no way I can go online and be like, once I spanked my kid, uh, without People being like, are you kidding me? You're a monster. Yeah. Right. It feels that way. Might be better to talk about than to write about. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because you can't hear the person's tone or, like, where they're coming from or any of that. You know what I mean? You just kind of read it. Yeah. It's weird, too. I mean, it really depends on the circles that you are, are in and where you live. And uh, you're, that, I mean, there's so many different factors, too. You could live in another part well, of the country. There's also culture. And everyone's, there's a, there's yeah, a culturally, everyone's like, well, yes. yeah, of course you spank your kids if they're an asshole. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and then there are other parts of the country, I think, where we live, where everyone's like, oh, you're yeah. a monster. So, well, in school, like, uh, you know, we learned a lot about uh, different cultures have different ways of disciplining their kids. And so, um, you know, I'm a mandated reporter. So if I see somebody abusing a child, I right. have to say something. Right. Um, but there's a difference between a spank. And an abuse, and so yes. like we had to go into that to because there's a lot of people who think spanking is abuse, right? Um, and so like trying to differentiate. Is it legally? No, yeah. no. Well, all right, oh. that's telling. I that's think interesting. I think yeah. it's uh well, uh, I think it's if you start to see a child in distress because of the pain, sure. the spanking, or if you start to see uh like. The consecutive hitting, right? Or, or there's something else going on. Well, or that's verbal one abuse thing. Too. I like, think a lot of people who are uh, who who talk about spanking being horrible, uh, uh, they say like, well, there are studies that show, like in the brain, yes, that that spanking your kid is what it's like. It's bad for their brain. Yeah, it changes their brain. Yeah, it changes their brain. Yeah, yeah. I'm, and so you know. Um, I the, think the, the brain sees it as abuse, I think is what, right? Yeah. 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 You're being taught. Yeah. It is it is abusive. And it is hard because you're, I mean, you're I teaching think your it kids is, not to be abusive and then. Uh, I think it mm -hmm. is abusive personally. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I think that it's, um, 
It's a for, there's so many forms of discipline. You can call somebody names and tell them to go fuck themselves and get out of here, and that's just as abusive that as spanking abuse. somebody. You know what I mean? Yes. And so it's like, um, I think it's important to like, you have to find ways to get what you need from that kid, or you know, like I need you to listen. I need you to understand that this is dangerous. I need you to uh, be aware of what's going on. Versus, and you don't have to hurt them mm-hmm. to do it. Um, and so I had, I just, I, I, but I. I wanted to tell that story because I've been in this spot where I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and and I physically did that and yeah. then felt remorse. <laughs> Poor Bowie. He I'm came okay. I feel bad that it's... it's don't not- worry about me. I'm good. I'm good. Bowie is 100% against spanking. I want to make that super extra clear. But Bowie don't gets it, man. Bowie gets it. I yeah. hear you. You know, it's, it's hard. Um, my... Um, uh, my son um, got kicked out of, and I'm sure Jamie went into this, got kicked out of two separate preschools for biting. Um, <laughs> which is where a lot of this gray hair on my head comes from. <laughs> I'm, I'm not kidding. It was um, it was about four years ago. And she wrote an essay on... For um, Huffington Post for about Huff- it yeah. called Just a Phase. Um, and uh, in bold defiance of this podcast's uh, title, I had actually quit drinking a couple years beforehand, so mm-hmm. I was not able to seek refuge in that. But yep. it was very, very stressful. He got kicked out of one school for biting. Um, he'd had a problem with it, and he um, then just bit the wrong kid, specifically the uh, son of a lawyer who uh, was like, this is oh, not happening. no. And then we went to another preschool, and he was there for a few days, and something happened inside a play structure. Nobody exactly saw what happened, but he allegedly bit another kid, oh and they God. were like, he can't come back unless he's got somebody shadowing him. And instead wow. of, and we'd already had a shadow at the old school, so we said, you know what, we're going to keep him out of school for a little bit, yeah. and we're going to figure out what's going on. And can I just say, too, I feel like that's somehow related to what we're talking about in terms of, like, if you admit that you spank your kid, like you you you're a monster in this mom's group or whatever, I feel like it's yeah, similar you're at with biting. And your kid bites, you're I the feel, monster parent with or yeah. the kid right. with the monster. I think, uh, we oh, yeah. hear a lot in mom's groups the opposite of just like my there's a kid at school who bit my kid and their parents. No. <clears> and, you're a fucking leper if right. your kid is the biter. You and are a fucking leper. It's, I feel it's, like I try to always be like, hey, like we sometimes yeah. our kid gets bitten. Sometimes we're the parent of the kid who bites. And it, like, it was pretty eye opening. And we, um, there were a bunch of things going on and he was, um, but like the, the second, um, the second principal who who kicked him out of his second school, um, uh, was, and this is going to be, this is going to tip who it was to any, uh, East side parent was this very stern Israeli woman who, um, called me up and goes, uh, Walter bit another child and, um, he showed no remorse. Oh, and I'm like, wow. Well, he's. Three. Yeah. He should no remorse. It was he just and I was like and and here's the thing, like I'm not a I'm not a licensed therapist. But I um I studied to be a a teacher and I had to take a bunch of educational psychology classes in order to do so. And um you're not just talking to like a dumb actor with a GED. Right. And uh, I was like, you know, not to be a dick, but you know, P 
Piaget says they don't really understand that other people have feelings or emotions until they're around seven or so, and he's about four years shy of that. And she wasn't having yes. it. She wasn't having it though. Yes. I mean, it, the, you know, the, it's yeah. not it's not the part of that the movie awesome. where like you know the camera zooms in on me as I give this speech. Everyone goes, <laughs> well, we'll make this work. You know, it was not that. We still got kicked out. Um, <laughs> the camera just yeah panned in on the Israeli uh, lady, and she was like. Huh. Yeah. Anyway. Womp, womp. Um, music cue, simply the best, as we're you know, escorting my child out of his second preschool. The, um, but we, fucking, it was really tough. Um, and so we started, like, even though I know, I knew this academically, I was like, no, I mean, there's, the kids are not going to feel remorse because they don't understand that other people have the feelings Mm-mm. that they do. So Which you is start, such madness as a parent. It's madness. When it's you're like, so why hard. are you doing like, why that do you to have me? No why fucking you empathy. Yeah. yeah. But so it takes you down the rather thorny Google search of toddler psychopath, which I have Googled uh, on more than one occasion, <laughs> which is fucking bone chilling. And I uh, wait, aren't all toddlers kind they're of all psychopaths? That's the answer. That's the answer. But at the same time, there's still like you know, and you end up you you get to like. You know stories of like, Mm-mm. you know, the, you know, what was Dylan Klebold like as a child, <laughs> and all this horrible shit. And my hair started to turn really white, and like oh. all this silver came in. And um, for real, for real, yeah, oh seriously, God. it really turned my hair much. I mean, I was going. Walter there was little pockets. Your hair gray. My son. Well, my son and the way he was treated. I'm not gonna put it all on my son's. Fair lap. enough. Um, we took him for an IEP, yep. uh, individual education protocol. Right. Plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plan. Yeah. Um, which involves sitting down with an occupational therapist and a student psychologist and a couple teachers. And it is available to everyone in LAUSD, even if they're not in a, an LAUSD uh, preschool or whatever, they're, they're still eligible for it. And we went and they said, um, he's spirited. And I'm like, well, that's not really a pathology. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. And he went to <laughs> occupational therapy for a little bit. To... That was their that was their diagnosis. He's spirited. They didn't have a diagnosis. Yeah. You know, that's mm-hmm. not a diagnosis. They no. were just like he's. You know, he's got some impulse control issues, but he's fucking three. Yeah, he's three. What the big revelation? Boy... I mean, besides your son, I know Amanda. Um, <laughs> uh, aside from your little poet, that's been... yeah. Um, <laughs> he's the... a... Oh, I shan't do that. (laughs) We took him, finally. There was a couple other things going on, and we're like, you know, not for nothing, but Walter's pretty irregular. Walter could, you know, stand to be pooping a little more regularly, right? We took him to a GI uh, lady, in a pediatric uh, gastroenterologist in Encino, who laid him down on the table, tapped on his stomach, and said, that doesn't sound right. That does not sound right. And it sounded like this. But it should be sort of a hollow drum sound. Like a watermelon. Yes. And um, she put us on a rigorous course of um, uh, of Miralax. And we also developed with a, a terrific guy named Joe King who wrote a book called Raising Lions, a very simple program of like giving somebody a break. Just like a, a one minute, not a stigma, not a like you're in a timeout, yeah. go to your room, but just sit in this chair for a minute and collect yourself. Yeah. yeah. And if it takes longer than that, then we're going to move up to five minutes. On rare, rare occasions, I'm going to have to hold you very gently um, uh, from behind by your arms. Right. And those two things, this working with this guy, Joe King, and um, getting him to shit regularly, 
has turned him from a from Heath Ledger's Joker to just a standard garden variety pain in the ass. And he is a gr- they love him at school. Yeah, they love him at school. He's in a kindergarten now where he's been for three years. Um, he's never been kicked out. There's never been a problem. He has himself been bullied a couple times, and we've gone out to, for play dates with the parents Whoa. and been like, let's talk this out, man. Listen, we've been there. You yeah. know, what's going on? How are you guys? And sometimes it's, you know, the kids going, the family's going through a divorce, or, you know, mm-hmm. the dad's not around because of work stuff. He's not a deadbeat. He's just, you know, working. And, you know, it's, it's slowed our role to, it's kept us from judging other parents. It's kept us from judging ourselves a little bit quite so harshly. Um, We always say that, because my daughter is, you know, she's a delicate little flower, but she's been, in a lot of ways, a pretty easy kid. You know, she's she's got a big heart. She's very sweet. She, again, wants to just, like, put on costumes and run around the front of the house and, and make up songs. If we had just had her and stopped, we'd be the biggest assholes in the world. That's what I say about my kids, too. We'd be like, yeah. such... Totally. Fucking douchebag! Like, I don't know. We just really we just took to parenting, and parenting took to it's us. So I don't know. We're just naturals yeah. at it, I guess. Right. And I don't know what everyone else's problem is, but to have another yep. child who was so <laughs> strikingly different has it's taught us a great deal of humility. And yes. I finally started booking the dad roles. You know, when my hair went gray, and I, I <laughs> so it's done I, really I, wonders for your career. Because what was happening? Like people would be like, "Oh, this guy could play low twenties," and then they'd look me up on IMDb, and they'd be like, 40? What?" You know, and once I finally started to look my age and stopped like confusing casting directors, the work started coming a little more. It was a net win, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All the stress. Oh man. Ugh. Yeah. I suppose not. Yeah. Yeah, but it's been. Um, and not shitting could maybe make anyone a little cranky. I might bite people. I might bite yeah. people. Yeah, yeah, sure. So if, I'm, I'm, if I'm bound up, I bite people at work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it, it's and I, I say that all of this is to say that you know, with all of that going on, I came perilously close to decking my kid. <laughs> perilously close. Sure. Um, and. Uh, there were times where I just had to like go into the other room and scream into a pillow, or there were times when I grabbed him yeah. by the arm mm-hmm. to pull him out of harm's way or to keep him from harming somebody else, and mm-hmm. I yanked him a little harder than I wish I had. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know that's that's hard, you know. But I, I uh, there's a movement called nonviolent parenting, which suggests that you shouldn't even raise your voice at your child mm-hmm. because that is in itself a form of violence. Yeah, and, totally. You know, I try not to judge people, but they can kind of go fuck themselves. <laughs> um, because the idea that... <laughs> Thank you, John Bowie, because I that is the only way I can ever get heard in my house. It's their branding. Loud. It's the idea uh. that me raising my voice at my son is somehow a form of violence, and maybe it is, but to put it on any sort of level with like taking my belt off is yeah, absurd no. and frankly dangerous. Yeah. And I think well, there's just, something like that it's all or nothing. Yeah. That unless you are yeah. un that it, you are totally calm and not reacting and uh-uh. you aren't getting handsy. Like anything as, other than that is violent and bad. Like that's fucking rough, dude. As as liberals, aren't we supposed to avoid that kind of binary, nuance free thinking? Mm. And it's, it's it, this is coming from liberals. This is not conservatives saying you can't yell at your kids. This is dirty fucking hippies like us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, saying, presenting this idea, and it's it's just backwards, and and mm-hmm. and it's 
it, it's so progressive as to be regressive, you know, and I, I, <laughs> I, I really, it concerns me, and I don't think it's a massive movement or anything, but. No, but in the parenting world, to me, that's on the level of like, I don't pick fruit, I wait for it to, to fall. fall. Totally. And it I is. Eat it. Yeah. It 100% <laughs> is, is the, uh, the fallen fruit version of raising your kids. <sighs> yeah. Um, well, uh, uh, John Ross Bowie, he is on, uh, he's on all the social media as John Ross Bowie, uh, at John Ross Bowie. Um, and also season two of Speechless is coming out right now. Right by the now. time you hear this, it'll be, it out. be out by the time you hear this. Yeah. Speechless. That, uh, is a sitcom. I know it. He plays the dad. Yeah. I do. I play the dad of a, um, uh, uh, of three kids, one of whom, uh, has cerebral palsy, and uh, uh, so yeah, it's a it's a it's a parenting show on a number of levels, but it's funny and it's um, really absurd. And we just finished shooting our Halloween episode, which was crazy fun um, because they wanted to do sort of a treehouse of horror thing, but you know we're it's a show that takes place in this world. You know, we're not, it's not, you know, 30 Rock or, or Kimmy Schmidt or The Simpsons for that matter. So we got around, uh, we got around like the whole, fa- you know, how to be realistic thing by um, the three kids get food poisoning and they each have specific nightmares. Oh, that's great. Um, ah. So we had tons of stunt people and visual effects people and it was a, it was a crazy week. It was really fun. So the Halloween episode will be, uh, well, around Halloween, but, um, yeah, we, I'm really happy with this season. They've, uh, the, the, you haven't asked me to plug my show, but here I go. Um, uh, uh, it, it, they've, it's one of those things where if a show makes it to do its second season, then the writers, you know, know who these characters are. They know what the actors can do and everything just kind of comes together and the jokes have been amazing. It's really funny. We've got some great, um, Liz Kakowski's coming back. Steve Agee did a couple episodes. Awesome. We have some really fun people. It's great. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Uh, so yeah, watch that. It's after the Goldbergs, um, and uh, you should uh, find us on Twitter. We're Mommy Drinks Show. I on think so. Twitter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mommy yeah. Drinks Show. Which is please follow us. We have not a lot of followers. I think we have. We might have like fifty three. Fifty three, which is more than thirty seven. <laughs> so hey. Good point. It is. Um, I'm <laughs> at Betsy Stover. You're at Amanda Allen. Yeah. Um, and uh, please email us uh, your uh, parenting horror stories, your parenting shit shows. Uh, um, we are uh, Why Mommy Drinks Podcast at Gmail. Find us on Facebook. Uh, we've got a, a page. We've got a group. We're doing fun stuff over yeah. there. We, we need have this you. really. We have a we have a Facebook group where mm-hmm. people talk about parenting. That's not the group that I was talking about though. That <gasps> no, I, that's a different group. Uh, the shame group. Yeah, which isn't a shame no. group. Yes. Anyways, anyways. Um, and uh, so, yeah, and please uh, subscribe to our podcast, rate us, review us. All of this stuff helps us. Helps us. It helps us to have a reason to do this. Yeah, because otherwise <laughs> I'm just uh, I'm just digging a hole and I'm putting a podcast into it and then I'm I'm burying sure. that podcast. Yeah. You don't want that. No. <laughs> no, let's get it out there. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's all of our business. Right? So, uh, yeah, except uh, that uh, we just are falling apart today, huh? Oh, God. So, John Bowie, John Ross Bowie, yeah. you're doing a really great job. You're doing a really great job. What, with parenting? Good job. Yeah, oh, with parenting. You. you too. You guys are great. <laughs> oh, thanks. Your kids are wicked smart. I haven't met your kids. Uh, that's Betsy. Your kids are wicked smart. Thank uh, you. I mean, I haven't met your kids, but I bet they're pretty awesome. 
They're yeah. good. They're good people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're turning out to be good people. So that's all you kind of hope for, right? Yeah. 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 You want to put put good people into the world. Yeah. yeah. Amanda, you're doing a great job. Thank you. And I know it doesn't always feel that way. And no, there's days that you don't feel like you're doing a great job and you're kind of fucking up. But, totally. Uh, you know, uh, whatever. <laughs> we're, we're doing our best. You're and doing Betsy, your best. you are doing a great job. Thanks, dude. I wouldn't have even shown up at the soccer field. So take it. <laughs> take it. Here we go. How about that? Thanks. And uh, for all you listeners out there, if you find yourself uh, showing up to a soccer game that you uh, don't have a jersey for, and having a panic for, attack, and you have a panic attack <laughs> with a giant troll face, um, <laughs> or you're, you know, texting your mother-in-law about the biggest parenting mistake you've made uh, by accident. <laughs> Uh, or, you know, your kid keeps getting kicked out of preschool for being a monster who bites people. Uh, just know that you're doing a great job. My mommy drinks. <laughs>